Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And hi, everybody. This is Anana Moon. So today we have a guest, and um, I personally first heard of her because she is a teacher of Anana Moon. And then I read her life, and I'm a huge fan now. And so, Anana, please introduce um, her. So this is this is a study in mediumship <laughs> and and a whole variety of things spiritual. But I am so excited and honored to introduce. Lisa Williams, very wonderfully well-known medium and spiritual teacher. Yes. Thank you. Hi. Um, Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And I did, oh, go ahead. I know you, I know you Uh, have things you wanted to say. So like I said, um, what a gift to learn about Lisa Williams. Um, I just, oh my gosh. So I read, I read the story of your life. Um, and what I find incredibly fascinating is, oh my gosh, you are obviously so incredibly gifted, but you, you live the path like the rest of us. You're, this is your life. And I, I took from all, all the things that you went through in life. I, I gained so much, um, confidence and hope. Mm. So, Lisa, Aww. would you know it, rather than, like, do a formal introduction, would you mind talking a little bit about yourself and your beginnings? Because it's fascinating. It'll be fascinating for all the people who didn't feel validated, I think, as a child. Sure. I mean, for me, and thank you so much for, for obviously, having me on your show. Um, you know, for me, it was it was something that... I guess, I guess everyone spoke to dead people when I was four years old. You know, I thought it was normal. I thought, you know, hey, we all have imaginary friends. Um, I soon got told very much as a young person that um, it wasn't the case and that my mum and dad were a little bit sceptical and a little bit, you know, this is a bit weird and you're a bit crazy. Um, and so my grandmother, who was actually a medium, helped my mum and dad out Um my mum more so than my dad because my dad still thinks I'm a bit cuckoo. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's fine. And, uh, and I, I accept that. Um, however, you know, it's something that's been part of my life now for, for gosh, 20-odd 20, 20 years. Um, but for me, I guess, I guess I always saw things. I always knew things. I always uh, saw dead people. I thought it was normal. And I grew up with my ma- my grandmother doing readings and my mom always being interested in clairvoyance and mediums and psychics and going to spiritual churches in the UK and Ooh. everything else. So when I started to get messages, it was kind of cool. You know, it was kind of <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, rock it. This is awesome. This is kind of like my new little party trick. And then I realized, oh, there's something serious about this. Um, and so I never, I never trained to do it. I never studied to do it. I never wanted to do it. But here I am loving what I do and would never turn back, never, ever um, 
could imagine doing anything else now because it's just it's just my work I just adore it and uh I guess it's just become my life and I'm it's I'm just very blessed to have this gift um and to be part of this world I so, go ahead so I was gonna ask um because you have a child correct uh, or you have a you have a son yes I, yes yeah. I, it's hard to hear you oh sorry, sorry. i'm sorry so you do you have a son and i um assume he's much older now um yes he's 18 now oh, i mean goodness. i can't believe it he's 18 wow what is, yes so what does he think of me yeah <laughs> exactly well i so i also have another child so oh, yeah. i have um her mom passed away last oh. year so i now have a daughter as well which is the daughter that i always wanted oh. um and uh, so it's interesting because uh, my daughter loves it and is so intrigued. And, and I, maybe it's because she wants to speak to her mom, but she's also so super intrigued and she loves it. My, my brother's like, sorry, her brother, um, my, <laughs> my son is like, uh, yeah, whatever, mom, whatever. <laughs> and he does see things because in the house he'll often say, oh, James is hanging around. I'm like, okay, hi, James. And he says, just get rid of him, mom. He's <laughs> So he is seeing people, but I don't think either one of them obviously want to come into this work. And I would never force right. it, although Charlie is an exceptional healer and he is very oh. open. But the interesting thing is I live in Lilydale, which is oh, the okay. home of spiritualism. So there's no escaping it for either one of them. Um, so they are very much involved in that whole sort of dynamic Amazing. I want I definitely want to get to Lilydale. But um, one of the things I wanted to talk about first, um, just in again, in the timeline of your life, um, was your connection to Merv Griffin, and um, the show he created for you, which was Life Among the Dead, which <laughs> was how I heard of you first, I just happened to turn on you know, and I was I was a meditation teacher and doing some of the things that I already do. But just to turn on the TV one night on on a some other channel, and there you were, and you blew me away. Oh, thank you. Um, it was it was the confidence with which you talked about spirit when I was still I was starting to do intuitive readings or psychic readings, but. Um, wanted to do it in a very authentic way, but also very nervous about saying, and um, I see someone over your shoulder. That's <laughs> It's an aunt of yours. And the person actually said to me, oh, so you're a medium too. And I'm like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. And at some point, um, maybe, an, maybe another year or so after that was when I saw Life Among the Dead, which was extraordinary. But how did Merv Griffin come to hear of well, you know you it was quite interesting because you know i i'd gotten a name for myself in the uk okay. um i've been doing readings for a very very long time and i was starting mm -hmm. to do a little bit of tv and read for some quite well-known people oh, wow. and i read for a, a very well-known uh singer and he invited me down to London um, to go and read for him. And it was just before I was 30. It was the day before my 30th birthday. So actually, on the eight, in five days' time uh, is the anniversary of that meeting. It's quite interesting. Ooh, um, fascinating. Okay. So, uh, well, in four days' time. Yeah, five days' time. So um, what was interesting is 
Hmm. We we kind of connected on that meeting, and he actually said, "Why don't you come to LA? LA will love you. You will love LA." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So, so I ended up coming to LA, and um, I ended up meeting at one of at this guy's concert. Uh, I ended up meeting this uh, this woman, and her mum happened to work for Merv Griffin. Well, it was in that time, in that time frame, that I became quite seriously ill, and I should really have been leaving LA, but I couldn't because I had to have an operation. Mm. So I was I was staying longer. Um, I had to stay ten days longer than for for this op, and it just so happened that this woman said, "Hey, Merv Griffin wants to meet you," you know, because I did this <laughs> reading for for her mom and next thing I know I'm meeting Merv Griffin and having this conversation with him and you know we're we're talking like like old friends and um that's how it all came about and then he he asked me to come over back to LA a couple of months later so therefore I could do a TV pilot with him and there was five other or there's four other people as a panel and Ryan Seacrest was on that I never forget oh my god uh, oh my (laughs) But he actually, he just did, it was, he was just doing it as a friend, as, a, as a, a favor for Merv, you know, kind of, hey, and so now we've got some celebrity guests coming on, you have to read him. <laughs> and it happened to be Ryan Seacrest, and Ryan was like, I want to speak to the girl with the hair, because obviously I had short, spiky hair at that time. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, right. I love that. I've seen right, your that, that crazy hairstyle. <laughs> so, um, so I basically said to him, um, okay, so let's see, see what I can, I can do. Um, and then it, it kind of was weird because that pilot ended up becoming a little bit of the Lisa Williams show. You know, the rest of the panel just remained quiet because everyone wanted to speak to me. And before I knew it, um, Merv Griffin is then offering my own TV show. I was like, are you kidding me? And, you know, <laughs> listen, you know, in L.A., I'm just this little girl from England. And in L.A., everybody's like, you know, famous producer or a waiter. Yet they're really an actor and all of that. And I'm exactly. thinking... This is really bizarre. And I didn't know who Mo Griffin was. And uh, and he's like, yeah, I'll create a TV. And I'm thought, thinking, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah sure. <laughs> and then I Googled the man and I went, oh, okay, maybe. An and industry in and of himself, yeah. yeah. And that was, and I was the last talent that he discovered. Oh, yeah, I that's forgot when he passed. Extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. But I grew up um, watching him, too, I, his, uh, oh, his, yeah. his radio show, or yeah, not radio show, TV show. Yeah, in my in my memory of, um, we were just talking just just before this about talk show hosts and <laughs> and what an effect <laughs> some of them have. A over, little bit over of Over here effect. in the 60s and 70s, I think a lot of kids were kind of raised in front of the TV, mm-hmm. and so... Yeah. These very warm talk show hosts were, are, you know, still have an impact for us. They felt like family. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious about something. Where, where, when you look at mediumship as it is now, and possibly it's in L.A., but for Lilydale, um, what, how do you see it having a role in people's lives and? Um, healing and just just what comes to mind when you think about where he, mediumship is today well you know what mediumship's an interesting thing i mean back in the day back in the day God, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like back in the day when i was young i'm like jeez oh, yeah. um you are not as old I, as Lily Dale. Oh no! No, exactly. It's in its 139th year. It's crazy. Oh, oh my, my goodness! 
But when I first started yeah. back, you know, 20 something years ago, it was very, very, um, it was very unique. It was very, there was, there was not many mediums. There was not many psychics. There was not many people doing this work. And I must admit, I was probably one of three people in my local town that did it. And now in my local town, there's probably, you know, yeah. 33. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, all of 33. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, it's only a small town. Right. But right. I think, I think you know, mediumship has definitely, definitely changed. And I think people have become more and more open, more yes. and more aware, more and more realize that actually, hey, I can do it and I have this gift and I no longer have to be quiet about it. Uh, yes. But it's definitely changed the actual... The actual process of mediumship has changed. The actual way that society is looking at mediumship, um, and I do feel that certainly with spiritualism as well. Although the religion of spiritualism has sort of like, I won't say died a little bit, but it's, it isn't as prevalent as it used to be uh, back in the 1800s when obviously that's where Lilydale founded itself. Um, you know, we've we've we're becoming very, very diverse. So mediumship has taken off. Spiritualism is lo isn't as prevalent, yet it is one of the same thing, ironically. Mm -hmm. um, yes. And I do feel that society, um, me, as mediums, we have to continually change with society's needs and expectations. So I do feel like it's changing. Um, and I do feel as though there's a lot of misconception about mediumship, especially as people think, well, that's great. Yes. Can you, you're talking to my mum, but can she tell me about if I should change my job or not? Exactly. So I yeah. think, you know, I think, I think it's really now we're coming into a place of education. Yes. Um, and I do strongly feel that now we are starting to move with that because we are bringing mediumship into the limelight, into the media into the forefront i think education is absolutely key now to actually help educate those people who really don't know what it's about but are interested right that's that's exactly it um the i i sometimes would hope more from the tv mediums also to speak about the spirituality the background um what you need to do for readings i don't i, I'm, I don't watch that many of the shows but but I would hope for that. But that, to me, is the truth for yoga, meditation, mediumship, anything. It's not just about a reading, but how it impacts you, what it, you know, the philosophy of it, the spirituality of all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, if you would talk a little bit then about spiritualism and where, where it... Whatever, whatever you want to say, I am thrilled to hear. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really passionate about spiritualism. I've been going to a spiritualist church for years since I was probably 12 years old, uh, if not before then, because my grandmother used to speak in spiritualist churches. And I was chatting to one of the well-known mediums who no longer practices here, uh, but Anne Gaiman, I was speaking to her. Uh -huh. um, and we were chatting about it. And she said, well, you know what, Lisa? spiritualism is just christianity with messages added on and you know i just i just love her because she's so open and it's true because the philosophy um the the philosophy of spiritualism if we look back into the if we look back to where it started with the free thinkers uh, certainly as as lilydale was it was founded on the free thinkers spiritualism is all about free thinking realizing that you know Spirit is ever changing, ever flowing, ever ever working. There's there's this constant flow of energy, and it's absolutely 
just a beautiful sort of manifestation of spirit coming together. So I love that. Uh, but then we also have this other side of it um, where there is that serious side, where there is that religious side where we do believe in God. Um, now, I am I am a member of and a minister of the Church of the Living Spirit in Lilydown. So we oh, have wow. our principles. And the first principle is I believe we believe in God. We believe that God is all there is. We believe that the divine right of individuals to seek the truth within their own hearts. Life is eternal. A spiritual progression is eternal and infinite. And it goes on. And, and I really truly believe that it just shows that, that we are just ever beings and that mm-hmm. spiritual as a being, we're constantly changing, constantly yes. evolving. There's no dogma. Uh, there's no. Um, there's no fear-based. You know. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. It bothers yes. me when people say, you know, I'm God-fearing, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? Yes. Are you kidding me? I can't believe you're God-fearing, and yet I believe in God, but I believe that I am part of God. I believe that I'm manif- You know, a manifestation, not a manifestation, but I'm a. I'm a. I'm part of God and mm-hmm. that I am bringing God to the earth through my own being as everybody else is. Yes. Um, and really that I'm just doing the work that God gave me. So I do think there is a lot. Uh, if we look at the founders, if we look at Andrew Jackson Davis, if we look at um, sort of uh, some of the old spiritualists, when we go back to Swedenborg, we go back into oh, Mesmer, we go back into the like, the fox sisters it is um it is all philosophy of just the free thinkers and being open to change and realizing that spirit is a manifest manifestation of self and that spirit just continues on once we actually pass from this life i wanted to ask about the fox sisters because i've been told that they're they were the founders of lilydale no not the found no not well I see. I don't know that part of the history. Not the founders, I don't believe, but they were the first ones in the United States who brought to the consciousness of the press and to people um, their connection to spirit. There, there was a spirit in their home. Yeah. So the Fox sisters, Margaret and Kate Fox. Um, okay. So it was actually a media stunt. All right. So, oh. um, and you can still go to Hydesville. Hydesville is two and a half hours away from late, um, Lilydale. And I've been there many times and there's a fabulous historian mm. there, Tracy. Um, she is just unbelievably knowledgeable and she used to play up, play uh, and grow up around the Fox sisters cottage. So she's obviously learned a lot of the history oh. And, you know, basically what happened is back in, back in the, it was 1848. And it also, this, it was a media stunt to get 500 people on horse and buggy um, on the 31st of, of, of March in 1848, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a bit of a task. Okay. There's no social media. Back <laughs> yes. All right. So it was some task. So there's got to be some form of media thing there. But basically, Margaret and Kate Fox used to hear these rappings and, and it's, you know, is anybody there? And then they'd hear, oh, you know, all of this knocking. And so they formed a series of code for the rappings that they did. And they realized that they were talking to a murdered peddler um, oh. who had, you know, previously before the house had been uh, occupied by the by the foxes. Yes. Um, it, 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 uh, there was this speculation and again we are going back to speculation <laughs> there was um there, there was a guy that used to travel a lot 
and his wife used to stay at home and there was a peddler that used to always come around and suddenly the peddler didn't come around anymore. Uh, Weird. Anyway, so under the extension, uh, which was, again, very weird, um, (laughs) when the house burnt down, um, the foxes, you know, back in sort of later on in the 1800s, they discovered the body of this murdered peddler and which they nicknamed Mr. Spitfoot. Now, the actual tin of the murdered peddler and the, and the Bible of the Fox Sisters is now in our library at Lilydale, um, which is fantastic. Oh but the Fox Sisters created this series of wrappings and it became this worldwide phenomenon. And later on, um, a, there was a medium in Boston that took it over to England. Uh, and this is the start of modern day mediumship. Right. Uh, in 1848 it's modern day you know it's great Woo. Um, but so they took it over to England and obviously you know it traveled it traveled globally and at one point spiritualism was actually the largest religion in the world uh, one of them Never um, knew that. and so <laughs> oh you know not many people realize but what ended up happening is um, <clears throat> the Fox sisters became this massive sort of phenomena um and little circles started going and then the free thinkers started to happen and then lilydale um was just a plot of land from a farmer and it was <laughs> that Jeremiah. was one of our questions yeah. where did the land yeah. come from right. okay so i'll tell you this is a fabulous story oh good oh, um, excellent. so there was so let me take you back to mesmer so mesmerization yes. which is, was a yeah. type of hypnosis right. you know we Edgar Casey go into a hypnosis trance mm-hmm. and do, uh, you know, medical stuff. So there was a guy, uh, Mesmer, who would teach mesmerization, which we mm-hmm. now know as hypnosis. Um, and so there was this guy, uh, Jeremiah Carter, who um, sort of lived around the Casadega mm-hmm. area. And <clears throat> there was also in the farmland... If <clears throat> I apologize. That's if, you were That's com- if you're coming into Lilydale, you'll see the Lealum Hotel. I will that soon. Used- <laughs> yeah, well, that used to be the farmhouse oh. where William Alden used to, uh, used to be his farmhouse. And Mr. Alden donated the land of Lilydale to um, the free thinkers for two weeks a year. And his oh. wife was because his wife was a free thinker. And Jeremiah Carter was part of this free thinking movement. And what ended up happening is he went to Mesmer. He went, he, he studied mesmerization and he used to channel this doctor, this doctor called Dr. Hedges. And <clears throat> under mesmerization, Dr. Hedges told um, um, Jeremiah Carter to go and speak to William Alden and see if he could get a contract um, a contract to to take the land and to basically contract to say, hey, we are going to be, the free thinker's going to be here for the next six years. And, of course, William's like, oh, whatever, you know, you don't need a contract. <laughs> but he signed a contract, and six months later, he died unexpectedly. And his sons wanted to take the land away from the free thinkers. Um, but, obviously, because of that, because of the contract, he couldn't. And then there was an opportunity again by Dr. Hedges. Dr. Hedges said, you know, while I was in trance, uh, you're going to have an opportunity to purchase the land. And it was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Anyway, the opportunity came and they got offered the opportunity for $1,500 to purchase the land of Lilydale. So 
somehow spirit provided the money <laughs> as and it usually so does the city say. of light yeah it yes. was called the city of light because actually the city not because it was like illuminated and oh my god oh, we're right. people. it was more because we were the first place that had electricity and um so the city of light was founded um, and Jeremiah Carter used to sit on the gate and oh. take in the 10 cents where people used to come in at the gate fee. Ten cents. Um, <laughs> but it became this free yes. thinking movement. And Susan B. Anthony came here. <gasps> oh, yes. She got kicked out of yes. Chautauqua Institute because she couldn't speak. So she came to the free thinkers. Now, not oh. many people realize that it was because of mediumship that women had a voice. Because back in the day where women obviously couldn't speak, if you were a medium, you could speak in public and only if you were channeling spirit. So mm. people would just flock here. And so obviously the re- that's how Lilydale started. And then we changed it because, I mean, some would say, I believe it's because of all the lakes that we have. And we have big lilies, uh, water oh, lilies right. on there. So right. um, it got changed to Lilydale. Um, right. And, you know, we've kept it. We've maintained it to be a camp. We've maintained it to be, you know, it started for two weeks in a year, but now it becomes, now it, we go from the last Friday of June right. through to Labor Day. So then we go until, uh, we go for nine, sometimes 10 weeks. So that's um, a summer session. Yeah, it's and beautiful. Then, oh, so now beautiful. we try to keep, we still, I mean, if you walk through the gates, it does look like you've been shot back into the 1800s. <laughs> How awesome. However, we the are trying to move like with that. the times yes. just a little bit. So, and uh, who, lives, who lives at Lilydale? I do. You do? Yes. <laughs> I am live from Lilydale right now. Oh, wow. Yes. I have two questions um, about... We have residents. We have all-year residents. It's, oh, a, yes. it's a brutal winter. Trust me, it's a really brutal winter. I was winter. thinking say, upstate up at, New York, yeah. right? It's, yeah, it's yes. got to be cold. Um, oh, but yeah, there, are, have, there are mediums have, and healers that, that populate Lilydale. Is that correct? Yeah, That's we correct. have over 50 registered mediums. Um, we have healers. Oh. So you have to... I, I am not a registered medium here. Uh, I am vice president. Ooh, cool. um, but I am not a registered medium and because I haven't gone through their testing. Now, it's uh, only oh. the registered mediums that are allowed to give messages and get paid to do messages and can do readings in their home uh-huh. um, in Lilydale. Now, you c- as a visiting medium, I can go to the stump and I can go to Forest Temple and I can go to the actual message services and deliver messages. But I'm class. It's quite funny because they say, and we have visiting medium Lisa Williams from Lilydale. It's quite funny. From Lilydale. Vice (laughs) president. Yeah. But it's because I'm not a registered medium. And and I'm okay with that. And I, I, you know, I don't need to be a registered medium. I don't want to be. Uh, It's something. And the reason why I don't want to be is um, mainly because I have a clientele where my clientele, if you come to Lilydale, you want a reading there and then. My clientele are booked way, 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 way in advance. And there might be a point that I will become a registered medium. But right now, I would rather Lilydale's mediums get Lilydale's business. I I don't need it. I want them to, I want them to have that. Um, But I still get actively involved, obviously, because I am vice president and I'm part of the workshop committee and and I do a lot of and I'm responsible for bringing Lilydale into the sort of like 
I have it's two questions. Right yes. So I'm very, yes. I'm very, I'm very hands-on. I mean, I've, I I've do... not, I've almost not met a person who's heard of Lily Dale. Of course, I'm in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know. I swear, people in England know more about Lily Dale than. It's than true. Her. It's so true. <laughs> How did and you... I didn't know who what Lily Dale was either until I got asked to come and be a, right. a, a season highlight, and then I was like. Oh that, my God! You've got towns like this that thrive on mediumship. On mediumship, and you went right to what my question was: like, how did you get involved with Lilydale? How yes, how did you get involved? And the first time I heard it was when we started recording the show. Well, our engineer how I actually got went. involved was um, because I kept, I got asked by several people to come here um, and be a season highlight. So Sharon Klingler. Uh, twisted my arm. Sandy Taylor twisted my arm. The guys from Ghost Hunters twisted oh, my arm. Oh, I love them. And um, <laughs> in the end, I I decided to come here. Um, and that, oh God, I've been in America almost 12 years. So that's got to be maybe nine years ago, 10 years ago. So I came here for the first time thinking, what is this place? And oh my God. Uh, <laughs> to the point where I ended up buying a house here four years ago. Oh, and I lived in LA. I, I was an LA girl. My son was an right. LA boy. I loved LA, <laughs> and then I came and spent one whole summer here, and uh, in my house. And I'm oh. telling you, I cried those three days that it took to drive home. I was oh. in tears. I couldn't believe I was leaving the place. I loved it. I fell in love. Your with heart this place. was here. Oh my goodness! My yeah. heart was there. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, that was it. And so, and I, I swear this is how spirit moves. Spirit, spirit took it and they went, so I, I, you know, I rented in LA, I rented a place and the, the guy who I rented off said, I'm selling the house, you've got 30 days to get out. Oh. And I literally could have thrown a dart anywhere in the world and said, where do I want to go? Yeah, right. And my, and my plan was to move to Lilydale when Charlie was just going into high school and it was mm-hmm. just sort of starting the last year of middle school. Oh. And I went, screw yeah. this. I'm going to go to Lilydale. So in Thanksgiving week, I never forget this, Thanksgiving week, I left 70 degree heat in um, in LA. Yes. And I got in my car, my two-wheel drive car, you know, and I drove cross country with my dad, two dogs, and my son, who had just broken his thumb that day as Ooh. well, throughout uh. Thanksgiving week. And I arrived to two foot of snow and my, my two wheel car was like, I need four wheels. I need four wheels it <laughs> won't be to get up those hills. Um, snow tires helped me out seriously, oh but I moved and I have been the happiest, absolute happiest that I have ever been. Oh my gosh! Um, I just oh, love this place. I'm so at home here. You, uh, you've come I can't home. Wait to, I can't wait to go there. I just oh, you so wait. Excited. Oh, there's no coming back. I'm come, so come jealous. Ju- come July first, I land there. So that's I'm really exciting. Well, I always that. say this. I say. You can check out any time you like, but you can <laughs> you never can leave. Never <laughs> I think I have and to go next year. And being spirit, yes, that would be the oh, way yes. that is. Yeah. yeah, we're looking forward to having you here. I we am, really I am thrilled. Fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm what, so you had, sad. And you had another question. I what? did. Um, so I wondered, have you ever seen the Fox sisters? 
Have they ever? Like, oh, do they appear <laughs> to you? I mean, maybe not to everyone, but to do you. Do the spirits appear? Yeah. Did did the Fox Sisters? Have you ever seen the Fox Sisters? No, I or haven't. Sense well, to them. That's. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. I've gone to Hydesville a couple of times, and Tracy and I have sat there, and we've heard little rappings and knocks and things like that. Uh, and hmm. we actually have, since the house burnt down, the cottage. We actually have some of the remains of the the cottage here in Lilydale. Um, but I have not spoken to the Fox sisters. Every house here has got history. Every house, uh, I've got oh, one of the older that, houses. Yes. Whenever I'm sitting now is often very active. Mm. Um, you know, but they don't bother me. I mean, it's oh, like, no. no, it's spirit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, there they right, are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have coffee together. Yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> reminders on this show of it's just spirit. <laughs> it's I, all right. Yeah, how fascinating. I love that. Yeah, oh. it's just so what can I mean, people it's just, it's, what can people expect of your do you have a summer and winter season and what can people expect when they go to Lilydale what can they look forward to Yeah doing? we have a winter season that starts on the 29th of June this year and you are presenting on the 3rd the, of Ju- uh, July which is yes, exciting Yes I am yes. very exciting um, Yeah you're doing expand your intuitive and mediumship abilities with the chakra system which is yes. excellent Yes, yes I, um, I'm getting a little yoga philosophy in there but it is it's totally in line with spiritualism I love so it love it yes. love it and we're always open to we have a very diverse program this year we have season highlights. We have theme weeks um, this year. So we're doing theme weeks of, um, we're doing a healing and practices week. We're doing a divining week. So that's all sorts of different uh, divining Ooh, techniques yeah. and, and psychic techniques. We're doing um, spiritualism, uh, channeling mediumship around the world. So we've got various different teachers around the world that are going to be teaching. We've got Children's Week, so we always have a Children's Week and a Teen Week. Oh, my week. gosh. Oh, that's my gosh, exciting. that would be uh, So that's running uh, July 22nd to 27th. Aww. We've got Native American Week as well. So we've got, we've got various different workshops on various different practices. Right. We've got some of the historians from Alcoholics Anonymous coming because Alcoholics Brilliant. Anonymous, um, Bill Wilson, used to um, do automatic writing and table tipping, and that's how the 12 steps came about. What is table tipping? So, Wait a minute. Oh, well, okay, we've got a couple of questions here. I have, my, I was raised with the 12 steps because my father was an alcoholic until I was four years old, and then that became the spirituality of the house. I've yep. never heard this part. This is awesome. <laughs> that's what oh, a great marriage. Well, we, okay, so on July uh, uh, 20th to the 21st, we have three historians from Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and they are going to do mysticism, spiritualism, and the AA founders. Because oh um, I went to Stepping Stones, and I've worked very deeply with with uh, some of the guys from AA. Um, and I sat at Bill Wilson's table. I sat at Bill Wilson's desk where he wrote all of this stuff with Dr. Bob. And yes. I am not kidding you. I've actually, I've actually touched and had white gloves on with with doc, with Bill Wilson's automatic writing. Oh, you have no, oh, you have no idea. Automatic writing, table tipping. He had a séance room. Him and Lois had séance séances. You have no idea. That man was like, oh, he was like incredible. What because is table when I tipping? Went, when I went back after, again, after years of yoga and studying in India and everything, but then starting to 
there was a period where I was starting to pull all of this together. It's like, well, this is like this and these, you know, and that the that our collective consciousness mm-hmm. of being spirit just runs this knowledge, this thread mm-hmm. of knowledge through everything. But when I read the 12 steps again, what I found was profoundly it's amazing, metaphysical, isn't it? Metaphysical, metaphysical. I, yes. I, I take yeah, philosophy from that. It's absolutely amazing. In fact, this, um, obviously, um, She's holding you know, up a book. I'm actually <laughs> okay. holding a book, and it's a book that says, the book that was started it all. Uh, it's the original workings manuscripts of Alcoholics Anonymous. And in here, you have no idea, oh, honestly, no. Anonymous. In here, I have got all the books, all of the actual um, work, some of the actual work that was written. Oh. And when you get here, um, I don't know how long, I, oh, hopefully I'll be here. Um, you can purchase this online. And I don't believe, um, yeah, see, some of it has some of his actual handwriting and some of it, this is actual channeled information. Um, but it, it, I don't believe they say that it's channeled but it's such no, an interesting yes. concept yeah. because he talks about in some of his personal writings that I've actually seen, he talks about going to, to the study of psychics and there's a possibility. I'm not exactly sure, but I believe there's a possibility mm-hmm. that he also visited Lilydale, um, oh, that goodness. Bill Wilson visited goodness. Lilydale with Lois. So mm-hmm. this is just, this is, this is quite an incredible book here um and it's huge and you oh my gosh so you'd be surprised at how spiritualism (laughs) has actually had an effect on our lives that continues to have an effect on our lives without us even realizing can you yeah well i can hear i can hear that i can hear how all of the prayers to please find something that will change my life all of those prayers going into the world of spirit and then mm-hmm. a resound it looks to me like a resounding return oh yeah, yeah. it's amazing oh, yeah. spiritual so, knowledge very oh, powerful there's so yeah. so we've got you know we we try to do a massive diverse program uh, you know we've got we've got spiritists coming in what's the difference between spiritism and spiritualism yes. um where these are people who are coming in channeling spirit and doing spiritual paintings we've got oh, the yes. tibetan monks opening the place i mean you'll be here with the <gasps> tibetan monks i mean that's just like oh, oh my gosh i, I was going to so say we, there needs to be a yoga week <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. you do have some well, other yoga teachers is what i noticed in yeah we program. do we have yoga practices twice a week so people can Beautiful. go and do yoga uh, we've also got some classes on yoga we have chai, uh, tai chi mm-hmm. uh, no we have qigong we have we have various different um various different things we have seance nights we have uh, we have historical that. walking tours I saw something we, that said it was a there was a return of seances did you yeah is it that it stopped so, and now it's coming back yeah, it's coming back. Right. So it's Friday night seances All that we're right. doing. Um, and so there's a lot of things. And the other thing is, is when people come, they can, you know, even if it's just for a day, they can, in their gate pass, which is like $15, it's not a huge amount of oh money. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. They, mm-hmm. You know, they come in 
and they can have meditation. They can go to the healing temple. They can do outdoor message services. Um, they can go to the church service. They can enjoy the grounds. We've got eateries. We've got yes. jewelry places. We've got bookstores. We've got, you name it, we've got it. I would we've never leave. We've got massage on, on site now. We've got acupuncture on site now. Oh. We've got herbal uh, shop on site. We've, you name it. We're, we're starting to open up and expand to try to really just show that that we are um, we are helping people. We're, and at one of our principles... Well, a variety of it, levels you're helping yeah. people. Yeah. Yes. You know, we, we start to, in, in the actual brochure, we actually open it by saying that um, our purpose is to further understand the science, philosophy, and religion of spiritualism and to promote a greater understanding of all mankind. Mm. So, you know, we, we try to expand on so many things. We're not just mediumship. We try to do many things. Our healing mm. temple is mm. such a big draw. We have um, a museum. We have the Marion Skidmore Library, which is the library in there is so knowledgeable. We've got, we've got the whole array of Andrew Jackson Davis. We've got the whole set of Andrew Jackson Davis books. Um, we are just, I mean, seriously, if, if you love spiritualism, mm. mediumship, yes. healing, Psychic development and anything. This is this is like Disneyland for me. It oh, sounds yeah. like Disneyland. Spiritual Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and and very you, much so. You stay right on property, or there's there's like hotels nearby, or yeah. So there are two big hotels on one one on property. Yeah. The, well, there's both of them both are on of, property. Right. Um, Lily Hotel is actually it's outside of the gate, but it's still Lilydale. Right. And then there's the, the Maplewood Hotel, which is just um, which is right in the heart of Lilydale. And then we have then we have um, various different guest houses as well. So Ooh, um, there's okay. lots of opportunity to come and stay and. Uh, and be part of our community, which is fantastic. And I and I have a feeling that your eatery like um, helps out all kinds of diets, like if there's vegans and and gluten free people. Yeah, we absolutely because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, um, oh there you go. I am, and uh, so I know that the pagoda, um, which is Monica's, they do vegetarian. The cafe does vegetarian. In fact, Great. Lucy's coffee shop, even though it states it's a coffee shop, they do fabulous vegan desserts. Oh. And, oh. and so yeah, <laughs> they go. they and gluten free. We accommodate Excellent. all dietary yes. needs, and we're actually doing a late night evening menu and so we're going to have what we call spirit cafe up near the stump on a friday and saturday night i think we're open all week the opening season and we've got a lot of vegan stuff a lot of you know the, so oh, there'll beautiful. be hot dogs there'll be vegan burgers but normal burgers um so absolutely we we accommodate all sorts all right everyone you have happy. no excuse you have to go to lilydale oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, you have to, and it's just you know we're just a community. We love people. We yes, want yes. we want people to come and, and visit us and, and and enjoy our world. If they're if going, they're if people are going to schedule readings, um, do they should they schedule well in advance of visiting? Oh, yes. All right. So in the brochure, and you can go online, which is lilydaleassembly dot org. Um, yes. You can see registered mediums there, and there's a list at the back of the brochure. 
Um, and I would just go to whoever you're drawn to. Um, they have all passed their rigorous testing. They have all gone through uh, various different, um, you know, tests to actually say that they are certified by, well, they're registered by Lilydale. So they're all equally good. Um, and I would absolutely book in advance because right. I know there might be one or two openings. That's only if they've had a cancellation, but most of the mediums get booked up well in advance. So make That's, sure you get booked up if you that can. That was my understanding. And I'm Excellent. being reminded to mention again to our listening audience, where exactly is Lilydale? Ah. Um, the major airports would be Buffalo. You could also fly into Erie, which is in Pennsylvania. Um, and it's actually probably about an hour and a half down south of Niagara Falls. Um, Ooh, yes. And right. we are we are between Buffalo and Erie, sort of All right. absolutely slack bang in a place called Chautauqua County. So, <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Oh, native. All right. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and just briefly, what what is the um, what do you what feel, do you is, feel the is the connection, connection now, now between England's uh, mediumship and the United States? Um, I'm at this point also studying with a teacher from Arthur Findlay, um, and I know that you were at Arthur Findlay College recently, which is their big. Lilydale sort of <laughs> community, um, but how do you see um, the the connection between the two? Is there a difference between English mediumship and American mediumship? Good question. There's a very, very, very strong difference between English and American mediumship. Um, right. uh, English mediumship is highly evidential. It's highly, highly, highly evidential. Um, American mediumship is evidential but it yes. doesn't it's not what i consider evidential mediumship it's evidential but there's also the message part of it yes. so i feel as though you can actually get a i feel i like the fact that the english teachers are coming over here and i like the fact that the american teachers are going over going there, there because what's actually yes. happening is we're creating uh, kind of an all-round um sort of mediumship where we're getting messages and we're getting um evidential but we're also getting that message balance so i do feel as though what we're now doing is we're creating a balance so but i also know that a lot of the english mediums are coming over to america because they realize obviously we're a bigger country a lot more people um and you know i'm i'm going uh, ironically as an english person i'm now going back to america england to teach a huge amount so um I think it's just actually what it's doing is it's providing a huge balance within the mediumship of the two different styles. So therefore, we actually become kind of kind of find that balance somehow. So if it's it's about readings, but it's also about becoming a medium and finding out what you who you are and how you are as a medium, because I have a lot of channeling in my work. I actually say to people that, you know, you cannot do mediumship and you cannot do mediumship unless you know who you are. Um, mm-hmm. We're continually yes. evolving, obviously. Yes. I mean, tomorrow I might know who, know who I am and I get <laughs> it. But, um, but there are times that seriously we, you know, because you pull on your own life, you pull on what um, experiences that you have. And you, I truly, truly feel as though if you cannot connect to your own soul and you, you can't connect to someone else's soul. So, and that's Absolutely. really what mediumship's about. 
So you have to fully know, um, not may not know your pathway, because I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, next week, right. who knows. Right. But I know who I am. And I know my soul and I, I listen to my soul I listen to the core and so it really is about finding the balance because I, I you know you have to you have to have that as a medium mm. you totally and, essential work yeah and, and one other thing because we are called cruising in the light and shadow and all that ever meant was you should know both your light and shadow mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. not that the shadow is negative but that it's part of you it's the experiences you've been through Um, acknowledging, coming to acknowledge that there are things that you might fear, um, that you are trying to discover or rediscover yourself and that that's a constant process. It's constant. Yeah, it's constant. And what would you say to the shadow side of mediumship or is there a shadow side? Well, you know what? Again, let's take it from the philosophy that... um, you know, where there's light, there's dark. I actually Mm -hmm. don't truly believe that. And the reason why I don't believe in the darker side is because I don't want to attract it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's the reason why. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it's not to say that I don't believe it's there, but I don't want to attract it. So Mm -hmm. I don't put my energy to it. Right. But I do feel as though um, certainly modern day mediumship, and I'm not just talking 1848, I'm actually talking now modern day that's come to the times. Um, I do feel as though probably the shadow side of mediumship is ego. Um, And, you know, we actually Mm, have to, and I do feel as though it's in our own psyche as well that we have to battle our own ego. Am I good enough? Can I do this? What my confidence Mm -hmm. level is? Oh, I'm awesome. I'm a rock star. I own the place, you know. (laughs) You've got all of these various different facets of what people consider ego to be. And I certainly, having traveled the world and having been in, I guess, that world of of being known, I've seen a huge amount of ego in this work. And I do feel as though that that is probably the shadow side right now. Right now. And probably the shadow side Mm -hmm. of what mediumship is. Um, yet it will only be there if you allow it to affect you. Right. And so I'd like people to think, well, I know full well that, you know, I know I'm a good medium, but I don't go around sort of bragging about it. And I don't go around, right. you know, thinking that I'm God's gift. Right. But, you know, I just I'm confident with my delivery and I'm confident with what I get. So there's a fine line between ego and confidence. And I feel as though if you're overconfident, it can come across as ego. And then you do have people who think that they they are gifted means that they should be egotistical and that they're better than someone else. Than someone else. So right, I right. do feel that that is the biggest shadow part of part us. Part of it. And oh. I'm quite passionate about kicking that out. Oh. <laughs> and that's just... And, and, Thank you. And <laughs> that would be very much... And anyone who comes to my classes, I mean, you know, Inanna. Yes, I, I, I do. People come to my classes and I kick ego, ego to the curb. out the door. Oh, that's Absolutely. awesome. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. not just in mediumship. That that would be in every anything in every yeah. facet yeah mm-hmm. is there a medita- meditation or words of wisdom you would like to read or anything to share as we close <laughs> oh my gosh um well i mean there's always there's always words of wisdom there's always things that we can come to and i'm currently looking for let's start uh, with this because we usually do it in this order um if you would tell us about any upcoming events that you have, um, that would be 
much appreciated by our listeners. Okay, sure. Well, I'm actually going to um, I'm actually going to Omega um, yes. starting very soon. So uh, I'm going to Omega, which is fantastic. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm really really happy about that. I'm also going. Uh, obviously, then I come to Lilydale, um, and I'm doing teaching forensics classes. I'm teaching Ooh, forensic classes. Um, what does that mean? Teaching forensics. Forensic. I'm teaching advanced mediumship. mediumship. I'm yeah. teaching okay. trance as well. So <gasps> I'm, I'm teaching quite quite a lot. Very quick. We had a question from Sheila. Quickly, forensic forensics. What what would you be teaching as far as that goes? So forensics. Um, I actually um, I actually am a, a forensic. You know, I work with the police, so yes. I actually oh. work a lot with. Uh, so I'll be teaching various different, um, I guess I'll be teaching various different um, facets of it. We'll be doing live cases. Oh, we'll be wow. looking at some, um, you know, some yes. how we work with forensics, what we do, right. what people are looking for, whether it's a murder, whether it's a suicide, whether yes. it's a family mm. tree, whether it's, you know, a missing person, because we get used, we get used a lot in this, in this work. Absolutely. So I, I really do um, love forensics and I, I feel as though it, it's, it's a valuable, valuable part that, um, that we have to embrace because it can help so many people on various different levels. On, be- on both sides of the... What? What? Do you want us to wait? Oh, Just one, one, we're almost done, but one more plane. All <laughs> uh, right. Um, but I don't know if there, if you have a quote or anything you want to... Well, I was, I guess I was going to, uh, it's, it's kind of semi, well, it's not, it is longish, but um, okay. there was a message that I channeled, and um, and it kind of goes on about about the spirit world. So I don't know whether I can read that. I believe oh, totally. so. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we're we're going to clip a few places because only only because of airplanes, but but uh, channeling please, yes. something channeled okay, is sure. definitely, I'll read it. definitely okay. Please, um, it's a message that I I channeled for some advanced work, and I you might have had it actually, Anana. All right. But it says um, the me- the wonders of the spirit world will never cease to amaze you, and when they do, that you must stop. Stop, get, stop and get back to being the wonder of a child again with their eyes wide open in the world of amazement and fascination. Yes. We will prepare you on your journey of enlightening souls and sharing in the gift that we call our own, the gift of spirit. We are spirit. You are spirit. The world is spirit. The universal light that shines on in the world, the gift of hope and compassion, of understanding of love, but most of all healing. Healing the souls as you walk on the pathway and opening the hearts and the minds to the world beyond. You are not just the teachers, you're the creation of a loving energy that you call God. You're the creation of the sole purpose for mankind, and that is to heal. Nothing nor no one is going to do this single-handedly, so you've been chosen to guide the way forward that no one else can do. You're on this journey for a reason, you've been guided for a reason, to help others grow and see the light, the light that in many burns so low. You will ignite the flame again and you will change the lives of many before you, one by one, creating a ripple effect throughout the world, a world that needs changing and needs healing. A journey that will feel so isolating, yet is enriched with love. A love that lasts eternally and it will grow immensely daily. 
<clears throat> bring forward the light that you have been given and touch others in the way that you have been touched. You are the world in which we need. Light the way forward and the others will follow. It's a new day, a new beginning, and a time to embrace all that you are. You are the messengers of light, and we entrust you with our knowledge and love. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> we tend to copy very powerful. Oh, oh that's yes. gorgeous. That's part of my new book, so that's coming Yay. out in October. So I thought I'd just All read right. that. That's to you. very special. I can't thank wait you for the so new book. Much. You're welcome. So, Lisa Williams, thank you for your vision, your insight, for being here with us again. This is this is it's such a treat. This is a treat. This is oh a my joy. Gosh. So, <laughs> my pleasure. All right. Take care, and I, I hopefully I will then see you in Lilydale. I'll be there a few days because this is my first time visiting as well as teaching. Oh, there, wonderful! So. You'll have a fabulous okay. time. Oh, can't wait! Absolutely can't. All right. Thank you so thank you much. Again. Tell her I say thank you. thank you. Oh, oh <laughs> Sheila's saying. <laughs> Sheila just said, "Tell her I said thank you." <laughs> oh, I heard it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Thank All right. you. Oh, again. Bye. Bye. Pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. So we have um, some fun stuff you're doing, Miss Anana. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I have with Miss Francine Ong a channeling event called Channeling Spirit Messages, and this will be at Open Eye Crystals on Pico Boulevard in Los Angeles. Oh, by me. Yes, yes, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Have you ever been there? I have not. I'm oh, going right. to look forward to going. Yes, they have all kinds of beautiful gemstones, and they have all kinds of workshops, but this is Francine's and my first time doing a channeling evening um, at Open Eye Crystals. So we look forward to seeing you. What that's June 15th. Um, that's Friday, June 15th at 7 p.m. Yay. And, you know, that's uh, Father's Day weekend, so you never know. You can pick something up for your dad Lovely. there. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to obviously thank Lisa. I wanted to thank um, Allison Wiener for helping us out to set up the the the, the conversation, the Tele- telecommunication. I wanted to thank Paul Preston for being our engineer. Yes. David Shostak for the music. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted to thank you for joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. And I want to thank you for being here. This was such a joy for me. So to have all of you here to share it uh, means so much. It truly does. And I'm Sheila Kichamarie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. Please go forth in love. And this is Anana Moon and a heartfelt Om Shanti. Mm-hmm.